Canada. Might also get a small beer. Medium. Yeah, maybe medium, right? <laughs> yeah, medium is. That's good. Oh, there you go. All right. Welcome Cheers. Back. Hey, thank you, brother. Happy breakfast. There was I could have flown like mm. through Singapore or Hong Kong or something. Then I found this flight on ANA and I'm yeah. like, of course. Of because yeah. something good is gonna happen to me yeah. if I touch yeah. down in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Shinji makes something good happen. <laughs> Shinji Nohara has been making good things happen for visitors to Tokyo for almost two decades. Ever since a lanky, camera-shy writer and chef named Anthony Bourdain arrived with Lydia Tanalia and Chris Collins to shoot their first television episode ever. Shinji was the fixer for that episode. First he found out what Tony's food kinks were, and then he delivered those deepest desires in one single sizzling experience that by Tony's own admission, changed his life. That is Shinji's job, and nobody does it better than him. So of course, on a layover from Bangkok earlier this month, I asked Shinji to jerry-rig two hours of wish fulfillment for me. In this case, it was a layup for the man. A bowl of Setagaya ramen, an extremely cold and fresh beer, and a deep conversation with Shinji in Haneda Airport's new terminal is, to be totally honest, my dream breakfast. This is Nathan Thornburg, and you're listening to The Trip, drinking with exceptional people around the world. Live from Haneda uh, Airport. Airport. International Terminal. International Terminal. Shinji, you yep. are, mm. uh, you yep. just Where got me yeah. a coffee. Yep. I mean, this is sort of Bye. cheating because we just had a beer. <laughs> well, but we were eating ramen, so. Mm. Fasting in the morning. Uh, and now we've switched to uh, Ituan coffee. It's we need the caffeine. Matcha, yeah, it's yeah. not a matcha latte. It's just a regular black coffee. I think your Instagram handle, all of your social media mm. handles, is uh, says Tokyo Fixer. Right. So what is a day in the life of a Tokyo mm. Fixer? I mean, of the quintessential Tokyo Fixer. The name yeah. came because uh, the Fixer, they said, you know, fixing the location, yeah. uh, making appointment, uh, get the permission, and those kind of things uh, they call a fixer and uh, I know it has a shady uh, <laughs> image but I like that you know someone suggested me like you should call yourself Tokyo fixer and I I like that <laughs> you know that is true yeah. I mean there yeah. there is the like Quentin Tarantino style yeah. fixer mm-hmm. like Mr. Wolf or mm-hmm. something is gonna come yeah. in and help you chop a body up mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. The, the journalists yeah. you know have a uh, yeah you know, a more established, like slightly less adventurous version mm-hmm. of a fixer, which is just mm-hmm. somebody who uh, who has local contacts and so on. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in between the mm-hmm. two. Yes. <laughs> You're yeah. A somebody fixer. somebody misinterpreted. You know, like uh, oh Shinji, can we meet a Japanese uh, yakuza? That's uh, not that's not your job. Um, yeah. So what happens now and so, for for Tokyo fixer? Yeah. So when I you know first you know started. You know, like uh, mostly like a TV crew or magazine or journalists, and I don't think a Japanese tourism now is uh, like booming. Uh, yeah. Of course, like uh, sushi or sashimi or you know some people 
new sukiyaki right. or something. This is the early 2000s, right? Yes, uh -huh. that was the two, early 2000s. And uh, uh, people coming, but it was not like a mainstream. You know, usually, you know, like people like uh, getting Japanese food, like what's next? Right. And uh, like we are talking about uh, ramen in New York. Uh -huh. uh, came in sometime uh, uh, 2000s, right? Yeah, like, like my, my personal ramen obsession, Ipudo, yeah. which we used to eat all the time here yeah. in Tokyo in 2003. Yeah. It must have been like 2005 yeah. or five, something. Five or six, six something right? Like in, that. Yeah. in the mid. That Ipudo you know. first opened yeah. up in New York. So that was the time people were like, you know, what's next? Yeah. After sushi. After sushi, which yeah. had had like a 15 yeah. year run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically knocked everything else mm -hmm. off the table, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it, people just thought Japanese food was sushi. Yeah. Maybe you know, like, um, oh, there's a yakitori. And now there's a, a couple of yakitori joints uh, opening up. And people asking me, like, uh, where is the best izakaya in Tokyo? You know? <laughs> the first time you heard that question, right? <laughs> yeah. Before they hadn't really cared yeah. or, or known to ask, even. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. All right. So, like, um, you know, in Tokyo, there are many possibilities. It's a city with 30,000 yeah. restaurants. And restaurants. Uh, more Michelin lot. stars than any other city on earth. Mm -hmm. You can't just come here yeah. and mm -hmm. say, oh, I got to yeah. hit these five spots. Yeah. yeah. And usually, like a Japanese restaurant, I mean, now it's a different, but usually they have everything in the US or maybe everywhere yeah. outside of Japan. But now a big city like New York or LA, more specialized, you know, we are just doing ramen, we're just doing, you know, sushi. Right. Or, you know, whatever. And uh, um, that's about, you know, a Japanese restaurant in general here. You know, like we're only doing chicken. We're only doing pork. Right. You know, tonkatsu. They could probably do, uh, you know, maybe do chicken too, <laughs> or um, maybe beef too. It's also <laughs> you know? protein, but right. they don't, yeah, right? Yeah, they don't. You know, like, we're just doing pork. That's their job. Yeah, that's their job, like, yeah. you know. So that, so there's that level of specialization yeah. makes it yeah. even more confusing yes. for people. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, tempura. Yeah. So we're only doing seafood and veggies. Why? <laughs> like yeah. You could deep fry some other yeah. shit while you're at it. Yeah. You've got yeah. the batter, you've yeah. got the oil. Or maybe you can do the best fried chicken. Yeah, right, right. right. But, the, uh, yeah. but there's that devotion, that single yeah. track thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, that, so people started yeah. to need yeah. Yeah. help. Well, help, exactly. Navigating. Yeah. Navigation. So you were doing film and television, mm -hmm. obviously. You yeah. started with Tony, which is... Yeah. Was that your first film and TV gig, or? Um, yes, uh, actually, I did have a friend from Paris. Uh -huh. He was doing documentary about a French writer. He came to Japan, nineteen uh, fifties. So you'd help with the documentary. Yes, I uh, got it. And uh, but you know, like, I don't think this kind of you know, things happening, you know, all the time. Right. Uh, at that time, I was uh, writing about restaurant in Tokyo. Okay, you were a writer. Yeah. That's how you got into yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's my former career. Yeah. Writing about restaurants. Yeah, yeah. And that's why uh, Tony needed, you know, advice. And, uh, yeah, and, where and to a, go. Beautiful, a beautiful yeah. marriage was born. It is pretty crazy that your first kind of T 
TV experience yeah. would be with him. Yeah. But also an incredibly different guy back mm-hmm. then in the mm-hmm. early, you know, 2000s. Yeah, uh, yeah. he wrote uh, Kitchen Confidential. Yeah. And that was his uh, first show, uh, Cook's Tour. I think, uh, if my memory is correct, he has chosen Tokyo as the first destination of his show. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure the order they, you know, broadcasted. Oh, yeah. He always came back yeah. to Japan. Yeah. Um, and we had, you know, our book mm. that we wrote within the first one was of Japan mm. that Matt wrote, and that was yeah. that was because we knew he was a total Japan addict, you know, right. like he yeah. was he was just going to mm. be ready for anything we were going to mm. throw at him that was yeah. that was deep and good from mm. uh, from this country. Yeah. Um, so then you started doing more TV. Yeah. Um, and uh, some people like uh, saw the show and uh, hey Shinji, can you take us around like you did for him? And like. Uh, you know, that was my side job. Right. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, my magazine business going down. Like like yeah. any good magazine business around the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. a giant trash fire. So. Uh-huh. And uh, I never thought my side business is getting busier. Right. Yeah. But actually, you know, went that way. And so yeah. we've come to the point now yes. where you are you know and mm-hmm. have been for a long time the go-to mm-hmm. guy and there's only one of you yeah and there's 30,000 restaurants right so it's 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 a very like elite level mm-hmm. like food fixing because you can find somebody else if mm-hmm. you're here and you're just like I'd like to get some sushi into you know yeah like uh, mm-hmm. but if you want to dive deep like Shinji's the guy so it's 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 a combination of just like stupid rich people I mean, not, maybe they're stupid or not. They're stupidly rich. Also, chefs, right? People chefs, who like yep. really dive deep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who? What? What other kind of people come in? Uh, like you know, lots of chefs or journalists. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in, you know, like they need, you know, which one is the best? Because that was before you know Michelin guidebook came. That's right. Michelin that was, was fairly uh, new to Japan. Uh, Two thousand eight, uh, if my memory is correct. Right. You know. So that was before, and like again, like so many Westerns, you have no idea where you know where to start. Right, and when Michelin arrived yeah. from yeah. Paris, they yeah. had suitcases filled with stars, yeah. and they just started like throwing <laughs> yeah. them Swatting at all them. these restaurants. But yeah. you had already known they were mm-hmm. really fucking great restaurants. Yeah. Um, but it took somebody to know, yeah. you know, someone yeah. Japanese who yeah. clued in. Yeah. yeah. Before that, like uh, maybe only Lonely Planet, you know. So that was yeah. Uh, beginning early 2000 to mid 2000. Yeah, you know, people had no clue, no idea, you know, where to go, where to start. So, so you're yeah. slowly growing this, and, yeah. and for you, then what? I don't know what happens on a day now. Somebody yeah. calls you up, whether it's a chef or a journalist. Yeah, and uh, well, the first of all, like uh, I have uh, questions. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I need to get to know this person a little bit. Well, <laughs> it's course, true, right? Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because this is a city that, you know, can yeah. give an, any desire can mm-hmm. be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure out what the hell that desire yeah. is, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, most, of, most of the cases, they said, oh, I leave you everything in your hands. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I, you know, I usually play by ear. These days, situations getting changed because many places you have to book in advance. Some famous places you have to book in like maybe two months, three months 
some unbelievable restaurants uh, like uh, a year, which uh, is you know I don't believe it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 uh, yeah. sort of uh, yeah fake fake full <laughs> yeah, yeah fake full like uh, we are full until 2020 <laughs> or right. what yeah. you know yeah then uh, yeah. then then they'll give yeah. you the secret code on the on yeah. the slide yeah. um so so right so the yeah. serendipity that you used yeah. to be able to run with and just mm-hmm. say like yeah. Yeah. we'll we'll figure this out yeah like uh, what's in the mood like uh, are you in the mood for ramen yeah are you in the mood for fish yeah. or beef right or again the millions of questions, you know, like options, uh, like sorting out, you know. You got a big ass yes. funnel, and yeah. you're just gonna like yeah. get it down till you yeah. got that one. Yeah. They need to go to this kind of izakaya. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, if, again, if the wrestler has, you know, hundreds of choices, like, okay, we always start from here, but uh, everyone's different. Right. You know. I mean, some of the stuff you're talking about, how it changes, it's changed, yeah. and you have to, like, book out yeah. more in advance. Yeah. We've been seeing this, too, in Japan. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. every year, you know, yeah. more visited, uh-huh. like, having more success telling the story. I still, personally, like, what I think I know about Japan, there yeah. should be even more of a metric fuck ton of gaijin walking around because Japan's amazing. Yeah. So it still doesn't get nearly as much as Western Europe or something. Yeah. But still, there's a lot more people. Yeah. Has that changed? I mean, has that put pressure on the restaurants or on the food scene here? Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, lots of restaurants, they start, you know, uh, using uh, a website. Uh-huh. You know, like a booking system. Got it. Yeah. So it's good for them, but uh, also for me is like, uh, you know, I'm not criticizing, but for example, like ramen is not the thing like, oh, I want to book ramen. Right. You know, I mean, it's not happening yet, though. Uh, but for it instance, will. yeah. Like uh, yakitori, like uh, skewer chicken. Yeah. Like, it's not the food like, oh, I want to eat yakitori like two weeks from now on this day. No. 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 Yakitori is yeah. you're sitting at a bar, yeah. you've been drinking, yeah. Yeah. and you're thinking, you know what would be yeah. really fucking great right now? Yeah. Like an amazing yakitori. And then you go yeah. and hit it. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like scheduling sex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. uh, booking it online. Yeah. I, you know, online I guess yeah. there are probably guys who do that. Yeah. Um, it's not fun. You know, <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's not yeah. what we're looking for. So like, uh, yeah, I think any food is supposed to be like, hey, like, uh, honey, we're in the mood for today, right? You know, something like uh, you want to do with a foreplay or like, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. There you uh, go, right. Like, the analogy yeah. goes, the, yeah. the analogy goes. Uh, <laughs> it's not like, uh, again, you said, like uh, scheduling, yeah. you know. Right. Like, it's just like the, well, the, the moments here, let's mm-hmm. let's take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, right. So. That's what I'm that's, like. That's part of the pressure mm-hmm. that all the visitation is yeah. coming yeah. and bringing. Yeah. In terms of the food itself. Yeah. I mean, Japanese food, I don't know how you rank these things, mm-hmm. but it's certainly jostling up there for, like, the most mentioned as, like, the number one cuisine on earth. I don't know who the hell is talking mm-hmm. about it that way, mm-hmm. but, like, there is that thing that it's taken over what the Spanish took from the French, and now, you know, certainly in the culinary world, everybody's mm-hmm. here, and they mm-hmm. want they want to get inside, you know, Tatsururai's soba, mm-hmm. you know, shop, and it's like... You know, it does strike me as a very delicate thing that's also not really made for foreigners. I mean, 
so much of Japanese cuisine is like you're not really invited to this party, which mm. makes you it's useful as always. But I can imagine that that could upset some restaurateurs or mm. upset even some styles of cuisine. Mm. If you're having a lot of people like me who, you know, however much I love and respect Japan, I'm still like a, a bear in a China shop. You know, like I don't yeah. know how to control my body. I don't know how to shut yeah. my mouth at the right time, you know. And these are very fine, in some cases, very fine styles of eating and cooking um, that are not made better by having a, uh, an American <laughs> there. You know, attention to details is a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, for especially the Japanese things, let's say even sushi. Yeah. Like some uh, sushi places, they're blending rice from different regions. Yep. And uh, sometimes different vintage, different year. Like, what are you talking about? Vintage of rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's intense. That's very intense, right? Yeah. yeah. Even like the Japanese, like, you know, listening to a story like that, like, that's, that's crazy, you know? And most of the like uh, you know people talking about sushi is uh, like oh uh, fish is so fresh yeah right okay you know fresh is important but more importantly those chefs are talking about rice you right know, like how much steam how much seasoning how much salt or vinegar or some uh, maybe secret something how do you yeah. stay on top of that stuff like I mean yeah. just knowing. Yeah. Knowing that these cooks are so deep and yeah. that there's so much to know about each one yeah. of these kinds of things, yeah. like you have to be a generalist. Yeah. Um, yes. But but you also have to like try to absorb as much information and have uh -huh. these like little secrets about regional styles. Uh -huh. yeah. Do you keep a little book? Nope. You're but you said the uh, general states. Uh, I like I like that because again I want to try everything. Right. And uh, I just don't want to specialize. Uh, I'm a running guy. I'm a sushi guy. No, no, no. I want to eat everything. I want to try everything. But that's a yeah. that's a that's a type yeah. here in Japan, uh -huh. like the ramen blogger, uh, yeah, archetype, uh -huh. the you uh -huh. know, otaku. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. is super intense. And these super guys who are oh, just like yeah. eat three bowls of ramen. Yeah, three a day bowls, all uh, year. even like uh, like five bowls. You know, like how that is possible? You know. <laughs> I remember Matt yeah. Goulding was with one of those guys yeah. in Fukuoka. Uh, yep. and, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've never seen anybody yeah. eat Matt under the table. Uh, and Matt said the guy was just finishing all of his food for yeah. him because uh, Matt, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. <laughs> There's only so much a stomach can take. I mean, he must have been some special kind of ruminant with four <laughs> stomachs, or, you know. Uh, yeah. So, so you're you're yeah. you're content to like yeah. dabble in a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that helps you be flexible in the moment too. Uh -huh. right? yeah. One thing shut down. Let's mm -hmm. see what the other yeah. taste the is. Other one, yeah. Do you work outside of Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Niseko uh -huh. and uh, Sapporo. Okay. You know, even like each time I, f you know, find discoveries. You know, um, I mean, Japan is uh, the endless. You know. Yeah, endless. That's yeah. that's that's exactly it's, right. Uh, a guy, you know, if I, you know, talking about one discoveries of Sapporo. Uh, seven seats only, and uh, this guy is just serving gyoza. Oh man! Oh, can and we go uh, there now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go there Amazing, right now. you know. So you place I want to eat uh, pan fried, you know, and uh, uh, boiled gyoza, which is called sweet gyoza. And uh, after you place the order, this guy he like take filling. the filling, uh -huh. and he take out you know some almost like a, you know dumpling dough. And he's making 
the dumpling right in front of you. Right in front of us. That's insane. Insane. That never happened. I know. Even in Tokyo, like, I don't know any places uh, I know. Like, after you place the order, right. you pack, you know, the, <laughs> the gyoza. I mean, yeah. I, I, Each one of yeah. them. Yeah. In my mind, I'm yeah. seeing, like, the hand work. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, the, the hand motion of these yeah. guys uh-huh. who've been doing one thing for so long is so intense, yeah. so fine, uh-huh. so quick, you yeah. know, where it's just like, yeah. I don't know, I can, I can, I can picture it now. I know, it's, so. it's quick, but it's still like roaring, you know, like a gyoza dough, yeah. and then, you know, like hand working. So like, let's say like one serving is six gyoza each. Yeah. And uh, we are like three of us, and we place like five times six, so 30 gyoza. He start, you know, making, you know, like. Good lord! After, I know. Well, I think maybe yeah. seven seats is too many. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I think uh, seven seats that that's a little bit too much, you know. <laughs> so, so how did you find? Is it like word of mouth? The place like what, that. Word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's 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 the way the they thing. get the stuff. Yeah. So what's next for well, Japan's like culinary? Is it just gonna keep mounting and mounting more and more people coming? So like uh, right now, uh, people ask me about izakaya. Okay, that like that a izakaya tapas is the thing. Izakaya is the thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I I would co-sign that for sure. Right. So you izakayas know? are like Japanese pubs. Yeah. Um, pubs like a tapas bar. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because they've got that great nama beer that we just had for uh-huh. breakfast at seven uh-huh. in the morning, yeah. which is like a tall, cold super refreshing crisp yeah. light japanese lager uh, yeah. and then they've got all the drinking foods yep they got your gyozas probably not made by hand <laughs> no uh, but uh you know skewers uh-huh. meat soups and it's also really one of the you were talking about specialization izakai yes. is one of the few places where you can go and get a little bit of everything yeah so like uh yeah they usually have uh, yeah all kinds of meat fish yeah. veggies and uh, some other specialties yeah but you have to be careful because there are so many franchise and corporation isekais. Yeah. I always uh, choose uh, small individual restaurants. What's the point like you go izakaya McDonald's? <laughs> you know. Shit, I would yeah. I might actually hit that. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's Izakaya. Twenty four yeah. hours open? Yeah, hmm, yeah. That sounds uh, <laughs> a little tempting. But uh, yeah. Right, so you want to find the right kind. Right kind. And they all uh, and they have a lot of flavor, individual flavor uh, about yeah, the style of uh, place. Right. Uh, specialties. Uh, uh one Izakaya the he does uh, a homemade uh, udon noodles. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, and that's a more you know specialty. You have to you know wrap up the meal with house-made udon. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you say you have to like it's a tough duty, a hardship posting. Mm. That sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would accept that uh, commandment. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. that's the kind of spot yeah. you're looking for. And the other izakaya I like is like you can choose each portion like. Okay, I want to eat tuna sashimi, three pieces each of us. Okay. And uh, we want to get fried chicken, two pieces each. And if you like it, right. I want to get another two pieces. You yeah. can keep that serendipity, yeah. follow your gut a little bit more. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, yeah. I mean, Chet, even this morning, yeah. you know, I get through customs, we had no plan, but... Mm-hmm. Fortunately, this is what you do at a very high level, and you found us here at Haneda mm-hmm. Airport, a Setagaya yeah. ramen shop, yeah. uh, and we had a bitchin' bowl of ramen mm-hmm. with a little extra umami sauce. It was <laughs> called punch, punch in the face. Punch in the face umami sauce. So we just like 
spike the ramen with yeah. that, yep. get a couple cold beers, and breakfast is going, and I'm just like giggling with joy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I'm remembering, well, this is what you do, this is who yep. you are. Yep. It does strike me that you might have, in your work process, some mm-hmm. of the same problems, mm-hmm. or I guess that, that ethical question that Tony yeah. Yeah. sometimes had, which is like, you guys both love the undiscovered, Mm-hmm. and the out of the way yeah. and the small and yet mm-hmm. both of you are in the business he was in the business uh, certainly on a on a mass scale but of just yeah. like of blowing those spots up of like yeah. bringing people into those spots so like how do you balance this this seven seater mm-hmm. like do you worry if you start bringing people there that like I mean well, a guy's got, he can only make so many goddamn gyoza you know <laughs> no. in the day well I mean if his place is in Tokyo I want to keep it secret okay yeah. But to Sapporo, yeah. Right, because it takes that, yeah. that extra sex to get people to, on the mm-hmm. plane or the yeah. train to get up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's such a small place to find. You know? Yeah, but if it was here, yeah. it would be in your little black book of, mm-hmm. like, yeah. this is mm-hmm. my Shinji spot. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, uh-huh. got it. Now, you know, one of the, one of the kinds of yeah. adventurer, and I was sort of uh, mentioning this before, but, like, yeah that's popped up are these this is an incredible word uh, that they use on themselves I guess the the gastronaut mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. the people who fly all over the world to eat uh, right. the very yeah. best uh-huh. Uh-huh. do you ever come into contact with that crowd the gastronaut oh, yes. crowd yes yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me what that's like what like well again um, there are a few restaurants in Tokyo like on the list and uh, they are like you know how can I say in English like uh, like a you know trophy, you know I, you get the trophy from one place, right? You know, like a trophy collector or yeah. something. But right, that's yeah. it's like for them they yeah. want to be able to say yeah, because I, I and I believe they yeah. run into each other mm-hmm. occasionally yeah. to yeah. brag about where they've eaten. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so you're you're helping them achieve kind of bragging rights uh, in some level. So yeah, for me it's not my type of you know people. Yeah, you I don't fly all over the world to eat at the four Michelin star I mean you know I'm interested you like yeah. maybe I should try once yeah. you know right uh, if I go to New York like I tried you know some of the you know famous one but I'd rather do like oh I want to eat uh, the best burgers in New York right right you know you're a uh, high mm-hmm. low kind mm-hmm. of guy mm-hmm. you can yeah. go either yeah. way that's true yeah but you do have a service to the mm-hmm. gastronaut crowd, uh-huh. so you will you, you will fuck with that crowd if, uh, if you come into town, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's more fun. Like you know, uh, let's try this hole in the wall shop, right? Just for snack or something. And just you know, the, yeah. one of the things that I've heard about you is just that yeah. you know it's that thing that some people have, which is that eye mm-hmm. to just like look at a shop yeah. immediately, look at the storefront, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe something of the smell, the, yeah. the way the cook looks when he's taking a smoke break out front mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It's a gut thing. It's an instinct. It's a real gift because mm-hmm. I sometimes don't have it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that place looks good. And then you're like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to make uh, yeah um, hundreds of thousands mistakes and then you <laughs> oh good yeah I'm on my way <laughs> on your ways yeah yeah walk, walk on it you know for those of us who are not gastronauts um, mm. you know say for the the first time visitor mm-hmm. to Tokyo yeah what would what's like the Tokyo fixer mm. just a couple little things that they they should just keep in mind when they're trying to plan eating in this town well like definitely open your mind you know like try you know whatever you think if it's like a uh, you know, diet restrictions or allergies it can be helped 
know. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, well... You, they don't have to open their mind to shrimp if yeah. it's going to send them to the hospital. Yeah, even like uh, not serious, you know, gluten-free problems, maybe on this trip you can open up. Just try. You know? Yeah, just try. And, and plus, yeah. for you gluten or lactose intolerant yeah. people, yeah. the toilets in Japan are fantastic. <laughs> They'll take yeah. care of your yeah, butthole yeah. so nice so nicely. that you won't even yeah. care that you have gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. open your mind and, yeah. and, uh, and your yeah. butt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, try to go on the side streets, back alleys. Usually the good restaurants in the basement floor or the second floor or maybe... So the ones that are on the first floor, the prime retail Yeah, prime spots, retail They is, don't have to work as hard. No. Yeah. And if they have a you know, huge uh, flashy sign, that's not good. One of the beauties about eating here is yeah. that you can take risks yeah. because people, even at the shops that aren't yeah. the greatest or something, mm. there's still a baseline level yeah. of care about mm. what they're doing. Yeah. Like, a bit of pride of yeah. service mm-hmm. that yeah. you know I, I wouldn't find even even in New York you're not as safe mm. taking risks sometimes I mean I'm, I'm always up for eating any crazy shit but like right. but just in the sense that like even if they're not it's not an amazing meal or something you're still people still care about the food so you can fly a little bit you know yeah. you're not yeah. gonna fall too hard no no, no. and most of the cases uh, like uh, if you're open-minded you know try anything then uh, they welcome you you know sometimes like maybe they freak out you know <laughs> <laughs> that is that, yeah. is, uh, that does happen yeah. Uh, yeah. every once in a while but be adventurous be adventurous and, yeah. and it's also um, yeah it's you know what they say about snakes like Mm. They are as scared of you as mm. you are of them, mm. you know. Yeah. Like, uh, right. Yeah. So when you're having interactions, especially yeah. in these yeah. hole-in-the-wall joints, mm-hmm. know that the cooks there yeah. are feeling yeah. as, as anxious about the interaction as you yeah. might be, yeah. and then you'll get through it together somehow yeah. with yeah. with a smile and mm-hmm. a willingness to eat that. And you know, also from my experience yeah. uh, as gaijin here in Japan, there's a sort of national sport of, of getting gaijin to eat, mm. you know, like the challenging food, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. you know, to, totoro, or no, what's the, um, oh, tororo. Tororo, the, yeah, ah, yeah, like the, the yam. Yeah, yeah the, the slimy mountain slimy, yam, yeah. or uh-huh. like the fermented natto, uh-huh. where they're like, kind of feed you that, uh-huh. and yeah. you know, <laughs> they like, want to see the look on your face. And, uh, you yeah. can, you know, if you just dive in mm-hmm. and do it, yeah. you will make friends so quickly yeah you get like you yeah. get so many points just uh-huh. for trying just for trying yeah. The, yeah. even even if you know yeah. they're 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 getting a little bit of entertainment value out of uh-huh. it yeah. just do it and you get like so much respect it's yeah. it's kind of awesome yeah oh yeah welcome to our circle kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly i mean even for japanese like you know we need the guts to try the first you know thing like some you know restaurant they don't even have like we are doing sushi what we're doing something like Mm, this place is so mysterious. <laughs> right, you know? right. Yeah. Well, this is literally, it's the home of yeah. the omakase, right? Yeah. Where it's uh-huh, like, yeah. we're going to give you what we want to give you. Just <laughs> yeah. sit back and yeah. buckle in, you know? Yeah. Now, is there some foods that you just won't eat? So like a Japanese food, you're like, no, thank you. I'm not a huge fan of uh, mountain vegetables. Oh, you yeah. Know? That like, would be like the slimy... Yeah. No, uh, some, like... I, I like, you know, bamboo shoot, you know, I get it, but uh, some mountain vegetables called like, uh, how do you say English, like, it comes like this. Oh, the fern, the yeah, fern, fern. Yeah, 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 they'll put that in soups and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah, that's a, that is a specific yeah. taste. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. 
like uh, uh, what's the point like mountain vegetables like doesn't you know amuse you like so exciting like wow mountain vegetables <laughs> and then you know. here comes the fiddlehead <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah uh, but so the thing that I can't do is yeah. is the sea cucumber. Uh sea cucumber. That's right. A, yeah, that's a tough one. That's I, a tough. Yeah. But you're 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 down with that. You can go right in. Uh, I can I can eat. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I have to admit they're not you know the cutest uh, you know creatures <laughs> in the, <laughs> this planet. You know, like you know. Yeah. So the first you know person I always make a joke like you know must be you know desperate. You yeah. Know? We were talking with Matt yeah. Orlando, a yeah. chef in Copenhagen, who's yeah. also just kind of wondering that yeah. first person to eat a <laughs> sea cucumber. Yeah. I mean, uh, amazing desperation. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So your palate's fairly open. Just don't yep. just don't throw some ferns yep. at you. Yeah. Um, are the Olympics going to change things around here? Uh, well, uh, definitely, you know, uh, Japanese government is aiming more tourists, you know, like double game. Uh, now 20 million people are coming, uh, almost 30 million. And the uh, next year they are you know, aiming 40 million. That's, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But we, we've seen how hard, yeah. I mean, they, you know, they yeah. flew Matt and uh-huh. me and, and our, you know, director, collaborator, yeah. Kate Kunith to uh-huh. shoot in uh-huh. Tohoku yeah. to kind of just show people like here's mm-hmm. northern part mm-hmm. of Japan yeah. that where you can eat your face off from, mm-hmm. from mountain to, to yeah. coast and uh, so I'm, I'm very grateful for their their yeah. desire to see that story mm-hmm. told yeah. we also happen to like believe it it's always shocked me from from the first time we made rice noodle fish yeah. and we really got to look at like what the travel numbers mm-hmm. to Japan were mm-hmm. it's just like this is criminal yeah <laughs> Japan is like yeah. it's incredibly safe yeah. the food is absolutely mm-hmm. you know the most delicious combination mm-hmm. of different styles of cuisine that you can get mm-hmm. uh the people are rad they don't pull any bullshit on you mm-hmm. they're just like very happy to see you do whatever you're doing mm-hmm. even if you're not doing it right yeah there's all these amazing things about coming here um yeah. so i it, it does it feels like they should be able to flip a switch yeah but that's it that's an aggressive number yeah. i mean tokyo is you know like a huge city maybe has a capacity you know like absorbing you know more tourists but uh, even Kyoto, I saw interesting article like just last couple of years, the number of hotels increasing like three times in last couple of years. Wow, three times. Yeah, yeah. Kyoto does not feel yeah, like a city t- that can absorb no, more of no, that. No, I mean even even back, I think I was here yeah. in two thousand three, and we yeah. had to sleep in a linen closet mm-hmm. one night because there were <laughs> yeah. no actual bedrooms but anywhere in the anywhere. city. Uh-huh. My personal Japan mm-hmm. itinerary does not start with Kyoto. Kyoto, right? You know, because yeah. it's just it is so crowded. It's yeah. gorgeous. But yeah, man. I think, like you said, like you know, Tohoku or Kyushu or even you know uh, Hokkaido. Yeah, you know, mystery zone. You know, you can discover by yourself. Yeah. Uh, one thing about like mud, you know, what about the uh, rice fish noodles? Um, yeah, the rice noodle fish. Rice noodle, noodle right. fish, but yeah. you know, like uh, ekiben, you know, like uh, yeah. you know, it's a great thing about you know train food. Train food, you know, like each station got you know their original design, you know, uh, bento box. Uh, it is so crazy, yeah. but yeah, you can yeah. get these different, yeah, you know, these different either in this station or yeah sometimes on the train but they're like yeah. highly specialized regional yeah. mm-hmm. based on the place either that mm-hmm. you're leaving or where you're mm-hmm. going to yeah. on the trail yeah. on the rail map and yeah. uh, and they'll give you like the freshest stuff yeah. from that place yeah or the variety and uh, the price is around you know 10 to 15 
you know, usually. Yeah, it's uh, incredibly range. cheap. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, and it's and it's fresh. And we've yeah. seen, you know, you go on those like yeah. you go to the Ekimai, you go to the train station like yeah. early in the morning. You'll see yeah. them bringing in the yeah. you know the fresh boxes that yeah. they just made, and yeah. they all need to be sold that day. Yeah. It's it's yeah. this it's a wildly efficient uh, and delicious system. Yeah, but and it's yeah. part of the you know like uh, fun of the traveling around Japan, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, listen. Yeah. We, uh, I think, I think I've made the point. Mm-hmm. I really like eating here, mm-hmm. and Shinji really knows how to eat yeah. eat here. Now, how do if people want to get in touch with you, like how do they do it? They got to DM you on Instagram. Or? Uh, Instagram is the one thing, but uh, I can't uh, check all the you know yeah. requests. So you got to know somebody <laughs> to know this guy <laughs> at this point. Uh, that's more likely so, you know, these, <laughs> right. uh, these days, you uh, know. Yeah, all right, I well. Know, yeah, I know someone, you know. Right. Yeah. So they're pre-vitted. And that's also a way that you know that they're not going to waste your time and that every, everything's yeah. within the circle. Yeah, yeah um, I, can, I can give, you know, again, some tips, but, uh, yeah, my body is just one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much ramen you eat, <laughs> yeah. no. you're still just yeah. one body. Yeah, one uh, stomach. One stomach. Well, uh, yeah. it makes it all the all the, all the the more a pleasure that yeah. uh, we were able to get you here to share your wisdom for well. people who don't even know a guy mm-hmm. who knows yeah. you. And the other thing yeah. I wanted to say, which is, uh, yeah. you know, I, I may be speaking out of turn here, but I know that when, uh, you know, when Tony killed himself, Matt yeah. was here in Tokyo. Right. Yes. And, uh, and I heard from him. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, it was super challenging yeah. um, for me to... Mm-hmm. break the news to him and yep. and uh, uh-huh. yep. to him to be so far away from all of us who were yep. at least in New York together yep. um, mm-hmm. but knowing that you were here yes like that actually made a big difference to me because you know we were all looking for that other person who knew Tony and mm-hmm. and could could have a, an understanding of uh, what was yeah. going on yeah. um, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to also thank you for 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 doing that and for being there for Matt no no it's like if he's if he's yeah. got to be in right. you know halfway around yeah, the yeah. world. Yeah, I um, mean, um, you know, of course we didn't plan anything, you know. But you know, for me, like uh, I heard from Matt the news, uh, even like unpleasant news. Uh, like it's better than like you know I saw you know get the news from some yeah somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't plan this, but uh, at that night I booked the restaurant. Uh, which is a yakiniku, you know, barbecue restaurant, Shit. which I took Tony. Wow. Coincidentally. Wow, just you know, total like, coincidence. Like, yeah, like years and years ago, you know. And uh, we shared the meal with Tony. And a uh, few years later, you know, like I shared a meal with uh, Matt and uh, his wife and, uh, yeah, our friends. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then so so at least that night yeah, you were able least, to yeah we are not in the mood for going out for dinner or anything but uh, we have to eat we have to drink we yeah. have to move forward yeah. you know? well that's uh, yeah. that's awesome you know it's hard to repay things mm-hmm. like that but that's that's the guy you are you're fixing mm-hmm. you're gonna fix huh? us all man <laughs> all right well yeah. thank you so much for no. coming to the airport and uh, no thank you for having me on your uh, show and uh, pleased to. Uh, uh, do it again. Maybe well, with more notice. Yeah, more notice yeah. and uh, maybe yeah, uh, twenty-four hours uh, duration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. I am. Yeah. Uh, this is a literally yeah. a three-hour layover, yeah. and then I'm going to New York. Uh, yeah. Again, but yeah. Uh, thanks you know, for having me. Yeah, yeah. Three hours in Tokyo is yeah. a hell of a lot better than no hours yeah. in Tokyo. The trip is hosted by me, Nathan Thornburg, produced by Roads and Kingdoms. Taffy Mukunyadzi is our editor, and should we ever need one. 
our Little Rock, Arkansas fixer. Emily Marinoff is our producer. Music by Dan the Automator, artwork by Adele Rodriguez. Executive producers are me and Matt Goulding, also of Roads and Kingdoms. This was our second of two Tokyo episodes. Next week, we'll go to Thailand for three conversations that I'm extremely geeked for. In the first, I'm drinking Bangkok iced tea with Thai director Tom Waller, who just finished the first and only Thai-led film project about last year's gripping Chiang Rai cave rescue. People were watching the news and their hearts were beating. It was kind of the only thing that mattered was, are those boys, have they been found? Are they out of the cave yet? We'll meet you there. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.